You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to Scottish Football Forums podcast, episode 5, season 7. Uh, I'm John, I'm your host for tonight, and I'm joined by Chris and John. How are you doing? Hello. Good guys, how are you? So, hi, good. Take two. Yeah, take two is much better than take one. Well, I don't know, take one was pretty decent. Where you have a <laughs> phone call for the heart's job. Lassers <laughs> no, don't, don't know about that. Uh, is it true? Yeah, they're running. Well, I'm more in the running than the Wally with the Brawley. Because he's been ruled out. Yeah, that was sad. But we'll come to that later. Yeah. yeah, the Wally and Gorgie would have been great headlines tomorrow. Aye, so... Charity bit, good news again. We had Rangers Hibs, both teams to score. That one came in easily. And the other two as well, Aaron Wraith, both comfortable winners 3-0. So we've added another £39.09 to the charity pot. So we're on £79.86 after two two weeks of betting, which I think it took us till about Christmas to get that much last year. <laughs> Sounds about right, eh? Eh... <laughs> I should mention the other bit, Craig tipped it, good really. Craig's bad from tipping, it's good really. Good really, just they score goals, really. Terrible. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what can come up with later on. I've got an idea for one, uh, but I'll keep it till later on. Yeah. When we're doing the, the predictions and back in the charity bets. Yeah. To give Craig his due, they pick them, the both teams to score right in the Rangers Hibs game. So Stop sucking up. Stop sucking up, Tim. Come on. <laughs> Aye, so I try to bet it's gone well so far. Um, and talking about betting, Betfred Cup, a few fixtures last week. John, you were at the Aberdeen game, as was I. And we had a bit of mixed opinions about Maynard. Yeah, I, um, I think, I don't know if it was a case that he wasn't getting the service or he was trying to. I think I've concluded that he's not suited to playing an all-in striker role. I think he'd be much better suited as part of a partnership. And you never know, he might play a couple of times with alongside our new number 83, Mr. Steve May, who we've got yes. at the fourth transfer window of asking or something like that. Aye, well he started Absolutely off. But, well, hopefully aye. It should be as if he could recapture this form before he went down south and get injured. Then it could be an absolute steal. He's, uh, he's not even fit yet, and he already looked like he was running the show against. Yeah. I'm going to stick my neck and see as a good signing. I right. think so because the thing about it is, well, we wouldn't hand out a four-year contract to him if we didn't think he would recapture somebody's form. That's a big commitment. Yeah, we've signed him at a good age as well, 24, so especially as ahead of him, and he's probably has improved as a player down south, even if he never played much, just in terms of training, general training. So. Yeah, he started off, he was given the number eight, 18 jersey when he first signed. And then there was lots of calls, oh, can you know, make him 83? And yeah, marketing department or whatever. Whoever's just gone, aye, let's roll with it. Uh, shame that Gary McKay Stephen get number 11 in the summer, or early on in the summer, because the 11 might have been better. But it's still like good. Me 83, that's quite good. That. There was one, there was aye, a boy a few years ago, it was in the Celtic Youth Squad called uh, Lewis Kid, and I was dying for him to take the 86 number. He didn't. I don't think he even got a reference. He was probably too young. So, yeah, but as for uh, the game, uh, the game last week, it wasn't really much to, to comment on. It was a poor game. We were really poor, but still probably deserved to win the game against a poor Hamilton side. Yeah, I definitely think, again, though, we're a bit wasted with, with Christie playing out wide. 
It did change it though in the second half. It was interesting. McLean went kind of not so much wide, but he kind of switched positions. But Christine, I thought we looked a bit better. And McLean actually looked all right playing there, but I don't have him playing there kind of regularly, certainly. No. So I, I don't know about Maynard. He's going to obviously find it tougher now because Mason will sign to be on the bench. So Maynard's going to have to probably take his chances off the bench. Um, but we've made a few changes in. At the weekend, which we'll come on to, and I still won. So, aye. Other games, Dundee managed to get the revenge on Dundee United. Went through. Cracking goals. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Elbeck yeah. too doesn't really do well with um, easier chances, as we'll come on to later. But, you know, he scored a couple of crackers at Dane's Park against you boys last season. And then obviously that won the derby. It was an absolute beauty of a goal. But, you know, it's the sort of goal where if it was scored in an Arsenal Chelsea game, they'd be talking about it as one of the best goals ever. But it'll not get mentioned for their field in Scottish football. Yeah, I think Neil McCann's talked about him trying to build up his confidence that believing he can play at this level. And certainly, it looks like he's certainly ha- having a lot more chances. So, more chances you can get, maybe the goals will come. So, yeah. I think sadly for him, though, it wasn't even the best goal in the. In the round, because that had to go to Kieran Tierney. He knew he was going to win. So ah, I wonder how long. <laughs> Have you put your put your clean nets away, Chris? Uh, just about. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. A, it was a terrific night for Celtic oh, from start to finish. Uh, um, apparently, Kamark had a shot or two. I've no idea when that was. Um, but I mean, we play. Kieran Tierney was the oldest guy playing at the back four. And he was. Tw- he's only twenty. So because we had what nineteen-year-old uh, Chris Farrier. Uh, and I think it was what they were two were like seventeen and eighteen. Kelvin Miller and uh, Anthony Ralston. Anthony Ralston getting his first goal for Celtic as well in the corner, which was good. Um, and it was just it was one of those Celtic just breezed through it, totally dominant from start to finish. And the cherry on the cake was the uh, well, it's been about a week, so it's probably up to about fifty six yards now. Uh, that he, that he had it for. <laughs> it was like two two. Stri- it, it was described as two steps outside of the centre circle. Let's call it strides because it was very big steps, <laughs> and he just yeah. It, it was one of those shots he hit so sweetly that it was still rising when it hit the top, and it was yes. It, it's not the first time he scored for distance. Uh, apparently, he scored for pretty much Edge's own box and an under twenties game once. Uh, nah, was he playing centre back as well? He was playing centre back, eh? Because um, Miller was left back and Wilson was right back with Ayer. So it was. I mean, it was, it was more of a sort of first choice attack and what like a youthful defence so it's going to be a set up because like I say come on look offered absolutely um, and, and I dread to think what they're going to think when it comes to next weekend because that's uh, Celtic's next opponent in the league of course we have a, a game uh, before then against uh, Astana tomorrow night recording the Tuesday there was a lot of sports in the <laughs> other night before but I, um, but I mean Celtic 5-0 winners Habs were 5-0 winners on Tuesday night against Air United as well. Uh, the big winners of the week at the midweek were Rangers who beat them firm on 6-0. Aye, Livingston provided the shock that we wanted. Uh, aye. Some kind of shock. Uh, well, yeah. So he went through after extra time. Something of a shock, but aye. Uh, I think the the, other, the the big shock for me wasn't so much the fact that Thistle won at St. Johnston. It's the fact they won 3-0 at St. That's a pretty big result. Yeah, interesting as well, considering St. Johnston have won their first two in the league and Perth. Thistle have lost their first two. Yeah. Well, Thistle probably had a harder start to be honest. Yeah. Aye. I think the biggest uh, shock uh, of the cup to be honest sorry, um, the biggest shock of the cup was the fact that Rangers and Celtic were both drawn away from home they got a finals <laughs> well, yeah. certainly aye certainly, certainly definitely aye. Well, you, say, you, say, 
you say he just got drawn away. Rangers could even leave the city. They finally get drawn away from home and they get to go all the way to Party Thistle. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won the Champions League last season, from what I remember. Oh no, it was just it was the clinch of European sport. <laughs> Aye. Uh, the other game we'd ever talk about uh, seemed like a bit of a classic. Uh, Ross County and Motherwell. Motherwell went through after extra time, which please join in me because it's fairly easy to get to for a midweek <laughs> game. Because uh, yeah. Aberdeen drew them. And the last time Aberdeen drew Motherwell in the Cup and played there and went on to win the League Cup. Just yeah. came to life through 40 on Twitter. So a repeat of that will do nicely. You love your side, yeah. I would do, aye. Aye. Well, let's face it, you've beat, you've beat Hamilton at uh, New Douglas Park. That's got to be a, yep. a massive stride for you guys. <laughs> yep. Oh, without a doubt. And we didn't even play well to do it this time. Aye. It was last probably season be... we dominated. <laughs> aye, probably no point even really playing the other, the rest of the cup because our name's on it anyway. So. <laughs> the pride, pride of the inscribers right, started writing A already anyway, so. <laughs> aye. <laughs> Uh, well done to both clubs again, Motherwell and Aberdeen, because they've obviously recognised Games Live and BT Sport on the Thursday night. It's going to be difficult for a lot of people, so they've made it a tenner. Good move. Which is good. Yep. Good. A tenner for adults, yeah. I should point five or four concessions. So, well done. Aye. The, the only game is. And also, as well, they've done a. I was just saying, the only game of the four that's not on the telly is Hibs. It's just given it, as you said, Celtic Rangers both away from home, so they're on the telly. Aberdeen Mother will be another good tie there. Yeah. Aye, they've also done a deal with Aberdeen and Motherwell for the league fixture as well, whereby uh, fan, away fans will get the juice tickets, and that'll be repeated uh, later on when Motherwell go to Pedodri. So it's good to see teams working together and trying to encourage more fans through the game. And on the subject of that, uh, it's been record attendances so far in the first two two games of the season in the league in the Premiership so all good with that uh, you want to talk much about Celtic tomorrow night or not? Um, well, there's not so much I can say this week that I've not already said last week to be honest um, the good news is that Griffiths is supposed to be 100% fit so um, that was announced earlier today so that's that's great news that means we've got we've got sort of a, a strike force up front Um the stop issues at the back, perhaps. Um, be turn likely to start at the back if it's not higher. I want to talk about the league game. That moves us nicely in. Right. Yeah. Well, we as well start with Friday game. Um, Celtic won narrowly. Um, cracky strike Ben Cham, I thought. Uh, I don't yeah, get this idea that it's Brown's goal, because I actually don't think it hit Brown. The, some people seem to think it hit Brown and deflected into the net. It looks to me like it swerved past. I thought it hit a Thistle player yeah. at one point as well. I, th- I thought it was a, t- a sweet strike for Encham at the back of the net. So, um, there was even some daft claim it hit Brown on the arm. They're not going to get handball for it hitting him on the arm, like that, surely. Although, having so said that, no, having said that, Brown was then later denied a second goal uh, for the ball bouncing up and hitting him on the arm, which I thought was a bit harsh. Yeah. Um, beat on on story. Penalty. Penalty. Yeah, penalty. No doubt for me. Beaton's asleep at the end of the game. Uh, Story is really clever with it. Um, gets in front of him. I think the only thing that the Andrew Dallas has probably thought is Story's thrown himself to the ground. And I think there probably was an element of that. But I don't think that yeah. takes away from the fact that Beaton caught him. Story was clever to get in front of him and Beaton was asleep and probably should have been punished for it. So it's yeah. one of those ones that we've talked about in this podcast before that would be really nice if you could see the penalty given and they're booking for a dive. <laughs> but uh, these things never happen. So. Ah, it, should, it should have been a bit for The Thistle should it have leveled to four hands. Oh, to one's chance. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one Dylan put over the bar. Yeah, that was that was a cracking ball. Uh, but I watched this one of St. Mouse stories by Aberdeen and Connor Salmon signed there as well. So I think Story will do well. Uh, I think so, yeah. It's a, kind of sh- it's, it's yeah. a shame that he's ended up hanging because I actually think he started the season pretty well with Aberdeen. Um, if he hadn't come in, then he'd have probably been a decent option this season. But yeah, good luck to him. Um, I think he'll do another party this one. Yeah, Salmon's a decent sign as well, I think, for them as well. Good attacking options now they've got. Yeah, I could have a bit of something that they, they like with a physical presence as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, should I move on to Saturday? And uh, the, the match didn't have much incident. Which one was that? Hibs at Ibrits. <laughs> I hate exactly, yeah. I think it's not very interesting, Hibs. Okay. Where do you start? Uh, well, do we, we'll, we'll start with the first goal, which seemed like a fairly easy opener, uh, which the Rangers fans then got overly excited about and invaded the park again. Um, there's, there's something wrong with the stewarding, I think, at Ibrox, when uh, that's that's not the first time the stewards have been a bit lacking in that species. So um, they were able to get it under control, fortunately, so no harm done. Yeah, it could uh, be a good sign, then, by Ellis. What is it? Three goals already. Yeah. Scored a couple against in Fairland. The uh, teams have a decent pedigree when he's playing in Finland as well. So yeah, I thought could I'm, turn out to be a good buy. It, it seems like a really good start for the Rangers actually, because they probably could have scored a second goal. Nearly flukily got one. <laughs> I've uh, Marciano's basically passing it to him. Aye, it was, uh, <laughs> it was probably unlucky. Um, but then all the all the mayhem started after that. There was the the first incident with Stokes where he seemed to get tag team by two Rangers players. Um, yeah, then the, RKO'd set, haven't you? Yeah, aye, that's probably the best way to describe it. How is that not a red card? But <laughs> He was very, very lucky. Yeah, um, he, he won't get pulled up for that one because the referee, John Beaton, did book him and Tavernier. Now, I don't I don't quite get why he booked Tavernier but not the other Rangers player because the two of them were kind of pulling and shoving and all sorts before the RKO, one of a better way to describe it. <laughs> um so yeah, the, the Arky was clearly the worst aspect of that and uh, Stokes was fortunate only to get a yellow card. Um, uh, Beaton's uh, been told he's not getting a top flight game this weekend, isn't he? Yes, he's in the Championship this weekend, which is, is probably right, because isn't, that isn't the only thing he probably screwed up. Um, so poor Championship teams. Uh, yeah, that's that. They seem to get lumbered with these poor referees. Um, and then... The next thing that happened was Simon Murray went and won his Maisie runs. Lovely equaliser. Don't have a clue where Bruno Alves was going in, the, in this build-up. <laughs> there's a there's a cracking picture of uh, the defender getting dumped and Simon Murray heading in one direction and Bruno Alves heading in a completely different direction <laughs> just before uh, Murray yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing how that wasn't picked up when sports scene noticed, you know, because... You know, why is he going that way when Murray can only go one way to score? Yeah. Oh, it's it's, oh, it's that's horrible defending. I mean, I, I thought Bruno Alves, other than that, seemed to have a decent game. But that is for a, for a man has experience, he should be doing a lot. Um, so then we move on to Stokes getting involved again. Yes. And uh, Ryan Jack red card, which I can't see that it's a red card. Oh, it's a headbutt. Uh, it's a, no, for me, it's a headbutt. It's a straight red. This is the one thing that Beaton got absolutely right. Again, the problem here is that that during that same incident. Uh, Stokes grabs him by the throat, which again is a red card. So Stokes should now have two red cards in this game. But mm-hmm. I mean, in this Ramash, it all started because it was a challenge on Dorns, I think. Uh, so that uh, built up quite quickly. I think Dorns was involved, and Slivka was involved, and McGeech was involved. <laughs> they all got off scot free. 
It was just, uh, it was obviously Jack could get the thing red is, card. Yeah, the thing is as well, even if like, uh, Stokes doesn't get a red card, he's on a yellow, he should have got a second yellow card. Yeah. Right. He should off. be off. Yeah, 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 there's no question that they Stokes got away with that. So how he didn't get anything for that Aye, is a yeah, weird one. I, I, I can only guess the referee didn't see it because there was so much going on. And I think that's the only defence yeah. I would give. Uh, I should but, see with the Lion Jack that I've, I've only seen one take on it because I've only seen you know, a brief highlight set earlier. But the, uh, I think in the, in the early, I couldn't, maybe couldn't see it well through the players. Yeah, I think the, the problem with... many players there. The problem with the Stokes throat grab is I don't think the referee can see it. The problem with Jack's headbutt is that the referee is staring straight at it when he does it. So that, I think that's what gets up. That's so um, he's he's perhaps unlucky, and he's been the one guy that the referees been able to see. But I, I mean, Rangers are appealing the Jack sending off. I don't think they've got much of a case. I don't only defence of that is well. Look at what you let go. <laughs> Can be a bit of yeah, consistent think, here. Yeah, I think he's unlucky, but at the same time, he's stupid for getting involved. And you know, Ryan Jack was never the type of player when he was at Aberdeen for you know being hot-headed and getting himself involved in these types of things. He's normally cool, camp composed, but that's not what he's been like he was showing Saturday because he was also involved in the previous Stokes incident as well. He got himself involved in that and obviously the referee took no action, but it's, you know, it's a, de- it's a definite red card for him, you know. Um, it is a shame that, you know, I can understand Rangers' frustration that Stokes doesn't get sent off because he should have been sent off the first one and yeah. at very worst get a second booking for his part in that melee. Um but, you know, that's no excuse for the headbutt. And sports scene shows a good angle from behind, but shows that there is a motion. Although it's not a clean headbutt that knocks Stokes out, the the intent's there. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah, I think... I, think, I wonder if Jack's intent was to try and get Stokes sent off, knowing he'd already been in a booking. So if he squares up to him, maybe Jack takes a booking himself, but Stokes also gets a second yellow when he's off. And then it's... Hibs are doing it to him, and yeah. he's still got 11. So from that perspective, it's a bit cynical, but I can understand what he was trying to do. But... I like Kyle Lamford, Charlie McGrew. Exactly. Yeah. Type of thing. Uh, but after that... But after that, Rangers luck yeah, continued to desert them, because in. Miller had already hit the post before this. Uh, you then have it bundling off Tavernier into the, his own net for two. Um, but after that, because Hibs have got the extra man, they probably could have and should have scored more than they did because uh, Murray had another couple of chances. The the third goal for Slavka was a, a cracking strike from long range. Um, they maybe there were a couple more chances than that. Uh, so it was actually it was it was to Rangers' credit that Tavernier managed to find a chance of getting anything from the game. It's a big yeah. statement by Hibs going, um, going there and getting the three points. Yeah, you can say they were against ten men, but sometimes it's harder playing against ten men. Um, but Hibs went there with the belief that they could get the win. They never panicked when they went one down. They rode through the early storm of the first 15, 20 minutes and got themselves in the game and then took advantage of the extra man. So, you know, they'll definitely be up there as yeah. one of the challengers for second to, to fourth. You, can, a doubt. you yeah. can definitely see that Simon Murray's playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. Um, like I say, he's, he obviously got one in this game, probably should have got another couple. But he was always in and about there, causing all sorts of trouble for the, the Rangers' defence. And I think the Rangers' defence is probably the weakest aspect of their team. I haven't seen anything that makes me think they're worried about them at the moment. I don't think there's a doubt that Rangers' defence still hasn't been sorted. I mean, that boy Cardoso didn't look particularly great with Murray's goal and um, how they still see Tavernier as a defender. Um, I have no idea how he's still their first choice right back. No, I would say cannot it's defend. I think as well they're quite weak in the centre of the park because I, Jack and Doran's both good players, but Jack's no uh, going to get 
uh, as much, much as he had so far been getting stuck in he's no really that type of player yeah they, they, they've um, got a good bit of skill in the middle of so the I, I still think there's, yeah so I, I think there's weaknesses still on um, but they've got other they've posed after their players but what Walker, whether that's still going to happen, um, and they're still talking about being after Kenny McLean, but again, that wouldn't improve things with it. Um, plus, I don't think that will happen anyway. And then the other incident, uh, the whole Lennon and the Rangers fans then. So, probably, well, no probably about it. Lennon's been getting abuse. All the things from Rangers fans get it online or what's. Lennon reacts a wee bit, and then the Rangers fans start making complaints to the police. Yeah, it's, a, it's the usual hypocritical yeah. football it's... fans. We've talked about this in this podcast several times now. But um, there was a bit of incident last week with Lafferty giving the finger to the Celtic fans, which was mostly laughed off because Lafferty hadn't really had much of an effect in the game. He'd been a bit of trouble, but never actually troubled the goalkeeper at any point. Um, whereas in this instance, obviously, it's a bit more heated because it's Neil Lennon who has history with Rangers fans. Um, obviously Hibs have won in controversial circumstances so um, the gesture added uh, fuel to the fire but ultimately the, the, there's pictures of the Rangers fans doing that thing about the years before um, Lennon did it back to them so you can see it's a reaction from Lennon rather than anything else yeah, um, the, the, the get it right up you aspect of it as well is something that Dorans did last week at Willem so it's yep. it's just it's just mm-hmm. hypocritical nature again it's part of the game it's you wind them up, we wind you up, everybody winds everybody else up. Aye. Oh, no. If the fans can't take it back, they shouldn't be going. Aye, exactly. So, uh, and we should add, should add as well, as Chris said, we have mentioned before about this, so it's not just we're being anti-Rangers or anything like that. Whatever team it was, we'd be saying the same. Yeah. Well, I remember then, I think it was Gary Pendrew who was Strachan's assistant in um, Aberdeen 10 years ago, um, when he, Aberdeen fans were going him and we went up and then he did it back at two one, and a couple of Aberdeen fans went to Stewards on that occasion. Yep. That was embarrassing. Um, but as for this, um, you know, police investigation, what an absolute joke! Where's the police body? Is exactly. You know, the police have got better things to do in this time than have a look, you know than study someone's gesture. Um, it's just pathetic. You know, it's um, it's all come about because Rangers have got the hump on the fact they've lost the game. Um, they've been, they've probably been calling them dirty and whatever, you know, throughout the match and talking about a certain F word here and then they go complain about some of that. It is pathetic, it's childish. Don't dish it out. If you're going to um, dish it out, be prepared to take it back. Stop greeting to the police. End of story. Yes. That's about the so, size we'll move on. Uh, it's worth noting that the police have tossed out any of the complaints. I wouldn't be surprised if the SFA compliance officer, yep. when he finally wakes up, um, has, has things to say about the likes of Stokes, obviously. Uh, I'm We'll probably want to have a word with Neil Lennon as well. Um, there'll be other d- incidents that we'll discuss for the as well. Well, um, well yeah, Possibly because you would imagine the fine for the amount of players that are booked and the red card. So you have one, two, three, four, six players booked. Did they do that in Scotland? Plus Jack, red card. That's more of a European thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't see them doing that. They might, they might have problems with the, the stewarding aspect when they invade. Um, so that's always a possibility. But yeah, I think maybe the compliance officers are having the same kind of week we're having. So he's just taking a couple of days, centering himself and get all the evidence and issue the 800 citations that's going to come for this week. And... Yeah. But, uh, yes. um, so that, team... That's just one game. <laughs> Should probably move on Aye. to the other games so that have I don't even have the most red cards. <laughs> no, no. We could talk about that one now. Well, it's going to move on to Ross County and Aberdeen. Oh, the boring one. 
Another on, so another unbeaten team, Aberdeen. Two wins, poor start. Awful defending. Awful, def- yeah, awful defending. Yeah, Curran should have had a second. Uh, yeah, could, have been, could have been, yeah, could have been two 0 down, yeah, exactly. But hey, Ray Brian Reynolds goal. Nice <laughs> volley. Let me see the point out because that wasn't it. Was it the BBC? No, it was me. Yeah, Ryan BBC, Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They beat the BBC yet again um, with a typo error. <laughs> so I uh, a lovely strike from him, and then later on the fourth in the box with six goal. And 14, uh, 14 Aberdeen goals against Ross County. Aye, and, it's uh, the same number as Rooney's got against him, apparently. Aye. Yeah, yeah, he loves a goal against Ross County. And a, a top celebration as well. Yeah. Uh, Davies on May, po- Maynard, possible red card. Jake? I thought so, I couldn't see why it wasn't given. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a foul. <laughs> you know, that was the baffling thing about it. Aye, just... Let's add entertainment and get Ross County back in the game. But to be fair, Ross County were unlucky not just go with that O'Brien effort. Yeah, yeah. O'Brien had a couple of digs, but the one that rattled the bar was a crack. Yeah, it's traditionally a bogey ground for Aberdeen. Going up to Kent. I know we won in the Scottish Cup last year, but I think we'd only won once or twice in the league in the last five years over them. So to get the three points was you know really well, really well done, despite the fact we didn't play that great. Yeah, especially as I mentioned earlier, we were kind of talking about the cup game that McCann has made a few changes as well. Obviously, May came in for his first start, Mackay Stephen and Craig Stewart was done to the team as well. So, Chris Day, after his fine start, he was actually on the bench. So, plenty of options in that Aberdeen lineup. Um, and plenty of, yeah, striking options, especially with four strikers now. So, it be interesting to see if it's, there's still four strikers by the time the window closes. Uh, so, I, the other team that moved on to then, yeah. St. Johnson unbeaten as well and three red cards for Motherwell old, well I was, we I was about to say all deserved um, yeah maybe after all deserved I think Carson's are definitely kind of appealing that I don't know why um, the Cal McEwen that's a second second booking uh, to be honest Robinson was going nuts I, I have no idea why that was just a second yellow I think it's the straight red <laughs> possibly but the third one it's not even a I felt, you know, Cummins has got his feet tangled up as he's trying to shoot, falling really badly. Yeah, I, he seemed to take a couple of strides for no apparent reason and then fell over. Um, there was never any contact. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would agree that, that Dunn, who, who was sent off in midweek in the cup game, um, probably the one that should be appealing. And the one that they, I would hope would not only be rescinded, but would result in Cummins getting a, a two-match ban for the, the dive. And after all that, it was quite funny because Haller and then missed the chance to get the hat trick. Yeah, started off in fire, though, didn't it? He did die. Yeah. A couple of goals in this game. He's obviously scored the first league game as well. He's not making a sub goalkeeper. Um, good did we find it. out about the low deal? How long it was for? Yeah. Although I get a feeling that might get extended, unless uh, Pedro is sacked by then, obviously, and someone else covered. But I St. Johnson decided again, two wins they've started with, so. Done well. Done well, well, the top of the league. <laughs> yes. So I have four teams unbeaten so far. That, that was... 100% uh, records. That was, my, that was my disappointment when I was waiting to ride Rita. I should explain, I was at uh, Alton Towers at the weekend, so... <laughs> one, of, one of the rides here is called Vita, so I've been making jokes about waiting to ride. I was, mm. I was in a queue and it kept breaking down the ride. Wait, yeah. I kept checking my phone to see what the scores were. And I was all excited because Tavernier's goal was going to make Sayre Celtic stay top of the league and then St. Johnson went 1-4-1 and knocked us off anyway. 
excited about riding here. Yep. But you educate her. Uh, I think she was just me. Not to 60 oh. in two and a half seconds. It's not a bad wee start to ride. Is that, is that, is that your usual speed? Two and a half seconds, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> uh, uh, if you ever go oh, and so, tell us the best of the six rides, the, the big six, is uh, the Smiler. That's just insane. I've not been to Old Towers for years. I remember, is it Nemesis and Air? That was one I remember. Well, Air, Air's been done up, but it's now called Galactica, and you get a virtual reality headset, which is quite cool, actually. Um, so you like, fly through space and stuff. Right. Um, Oblivion is basically a drop, and then back to the start. Alright. Yeah. Um, and there was an indoor one. There was an indoor one that I remember hunting your, your balls, basically. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Because uh, it was like you, you sat behind someone. You sat behind another person and there was a thing in the middle. Alright. Oh, right. Obviously to divide you. Aye. Aye, it was No, I don't, was sore. I don't remember that one. I don't think I... Uh, aye. So, if, if you go to Ontario's, have a go and smile. Trying to get driven insane with the Joker kind of laughing. It goes on and on and on. I'd hate to work in there. Uh, CBB's land is also good if you happen to have a youngster, which is the whole point of why I was there in the first place. Aye. <laughs> but sometimes youngsters get tired, so you go, oh, well, I'll go play in a big fight. <laughs> so you were a big kid? I was a big kid, yeah. Wait, wait, wait sits in your back. Aye. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, Kamalik and Hearts. Kamalik started with two home games and they've lost two of them. Yeah, and I'll have a third one against Celtic at the weekend, so... Uh, it bode too well for Kilmarnock if Celtic won that one as well. No, it wouldn't have been the start that I wanted, although... Um, I don't know if it's a bad thing Kid Broad is suspended. I'm gutted. Or, um, I'm utterly pulling gutted. the hair. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is the most... Uh, like, I kind of had a bit of sympathy for Gonsalves, because if somebody pulled my hair like that, I'd want to get them off as quickly as possible. So, swinging the arm about... And he didn't even swing his arm that much. I can kind of understand why he was doing it, but... Technically, the referee's right. He has to send him off for it because he's reacting. Perhaps I've appealed that. Um, I'd have sympathy if I had some to appeal. That's it. Gonzalez is just shave his hair. That's it. That, that will solve the problem. Never have a problem, bro. Yeah. It's his own fault. It's his own fault. Uh, Brought up on himself. Uh, I mean, Gonzalez had already got the better and better uh, Broadfoot earlier in the game with a goal. Yeah. No, it was Broadfoot. He, he turned Broadfoot when Broadfoot wasn't there. Ridiculous, the, the Gonzalez. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hearts, that was them winning away from home, which was a big shock. <laughs> Don't usually do that. Um, Just I th- a win recently is a shock, I think, for Hearts. I suppose. <laughs> but um, like. the after-match interviews, um, McCulloch seemed to think they were the better team. And I can kind of understand where he was coming from, but I still thought Hearts had the better than the chance. And then it was Should good. give credit to... Go. No, I was going to say it was good fun listening to Stephen Thompson on sports scene after it, like, Analysing this, he absolutely slated Kilmarnock for playing hoofball. He kept Aye. playing these diagonal passes, and Chris Boyd was having to chase after him, which even Stephen Thompson had a laugh at. Um, but uh, there were simple passes, he was just saying. And the thing yeah. is, they've got a couple of decent ball players that can do something. Like the boy Thomas um, looks as though he could be a good player if they give him a sweet. And, uh, was it, is it Jones, the number 11, the winger? I think so. Aye. Yeah. No, if you've got uh, players like that, why would you want to go direct all the time? It's maybe old kind of Rangers tactics from when McCulloch was here. Um, but should give credit to Jack Hamilton because he was, I think, yeah, the he was getting a bit last week on here. Yeah. Wonderful double save, aye. So, uh, credit where, he, where it's due. Yeah, you did very well with that. Keep McCulloch here, hopefully. Um, this has called. You might meet my words in the future. Um, so, I possibly, John Daly might have a a decent chance of getting that job. See what happens, though. 
Apparently he's out there running. I'm only going by reports that I'm seeing on the trusted BBC website. I <laughs> um, well. That too carefully, but um, I just probably get he's probably got the job already and be even not reported it. Yeah, probably. Apparently Presley's in for it. Apparently Hartley's in for it. Clans apparently out there running. Um, I think Dookie Friedman's selling it. That, but that's pretty much all I know. Uh, but wait and see. Very interesting. Whoever gets it, they've got to hit the ground running. Aye. So, final game at the weekend. Hamilton and Dundee. And a surprise with that is Hamilton scoring three goals. That's... Yeah, um, this this was one of those games where Hamilton seemed to take their chances and Dundee didn't because yes. they went well back to it had several chances it couldn't finish. Um, I think the, the 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 highlight for this game is probably the second goal, Stephen Boyd's lovely chip over. Um, yeah, he was quite impressive on, against Aberdeen as well, and they're on like quite a decent player. Yeah. First time I'd seen him play, I looked good. McKinnon got a goal as well. <laughs> yes, and an assist. You get the assist for the boy to But I think the thing that really summed this game up was the, the two penalties. I don't, both are penalties. Not entirely sure how Scotland has stayed in the park, given they fell well, six yards a goal. Um, not a matter because Scott Allen then bonded over at the ball over the bar. Uh, and then at the other end, Holt was filled. Emily fired home, teaching him how to score penalties. And then after the game, we had the, the great Neil McKinnon telling us how they were a dominant team. Maybe should have got something for the game. Maybe should have even won. Not where it's going goals you want, Neil. Hamilton did well. Very good well. I think John's speaking from my cupboard. <laughs> That's point. Yeah. It's a... It's a... I would even put him cupboard. Is Ed the duck in there? Is Ed the duck too green? No. That's where all... It's a joke is that all our signings get revealed in the broom cupboard. So it's that small. So... Aye. That probably concludes the... The action from the... The Premiership anyway. We spoke last week about possibly the result of the week. St Mirren beating Falkirk 3-1, but they were in the reverse maybe the result of the week when Morton smashing them 4-1. Yep. Uh, St Mirren have come from behind tonight in the Challenge Cup. They were 1-0 down to East Cobride. We about three minutes to go and they've won 2-1. Um, other results for the, the Challenge Cup. Aberdeen's under 20 to beat St Johnson under 20 is 1-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Athletic beat Celtics under 20 is 3-1. Uh, for Martin, yeah, Elgin beat Hibs under 20s. Hearts under 20 is uh, Yeah, Elgin under 20 is 2-1. Um, Ross County's under 20 to beat Forth for 2-1. Holders done United 2-0 against Cowden Beast. Livingston were another shock. They beat Martin 2-0. Uh, that's probably a big game of the... The round, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Hamilton under 20s, 1 0 against Cove Rangers beat Stenhouse Pierce. Oh, aye, aye, that's a good point. Perfect Thistle under 26, uh-huh. Dublin University won. That's uh, probably the biggest result in it. Uh, there's other games, yeah. there's four games tomorrow Wait. as well. We may say to beat yeah, before, and I'll mention that because I read something that Nacho Novo is apparently putting me in the hat for the Airdrie job. What are you saying, John? Nacho Novo in for the Airdrie job. Went for the Airdrie job, aye. I hope you didn't hear me that time, you just take the piss. No, we are really struggling to hear you at this point. If, if, if the yeah, listeners are hearing this, it's, it's not our fault. It's, it's something not quite out of the scape, I think. Um, so, move on to predictions. Unless there's anything else before that. No, I think we've, 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 we've already mentioned the first leg of the, the playoff. Yeah, well, uh, can... And all the Premiership fixtures are on Saturday, which is good. Uh, one early kick-off, which is Kamara against Celtic. Uh, Kilmarnock are fourteen to one. The draw is six to one, and Celtic are two to thirteen. Interesting to see what uh, Celtic so... doing this game actually, because having beat them five 0 at home with basically a, a defensive youngsters. <laughs> do you play your first team? Do you go with what worked in the last game? Because that will give you maybe a rest ahead of the, the second leg in Astana. Um, they still fact... got an alright rest, though, wouldn't they? 
Wednesday to Saturday, sorry. Yeah, it's just not bad. I think the problem is that the, the game is in Tuesday in Astana, and they obviously need to travel yeah. there, so they're probably leaving just after. Aye. Uh, but prediction scoreline-wise? Um, it's on the plastic pitch, so maybe say 2-0. Just a 2-0. Uh, John? I'm going to go 2-1 Celtic. Uh, I'm going to go for 4-0 to Celtic. One. Uh, so Rangers at home again on Saturday and the other Edinburgh team goes there, Hearts. Uh, Rangers 8-13. The draw is 3-1 and Hearts are 15-4. So John? Do you want one, uh, Chris? Uh, I'll say 3-1. Rangers. I'm going to go for 1-0 in that one. Uh, a repeat of the Betfred Cup match, Motherwell in Ross County, the five, draw five to two, Ross County thirteen to ten. Chris? Um oh maybe go one all on us. John? Yeah, uh, one 0 Ross County. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go uh, two one Ross County. Uh, Aberdeen against Dundee. Aberdeen three to ten, the draw is twenty one to five. Dundee eight to one. John? Yeah, I'm quite confident in this one. That's a good thing or not. Uh, Chris? Well, I've been back and done to win so far, um, so I'll go 3-0 Aberdeen. 3-0 Aberdeen. <laughs> I'll go 2-0 Aberdeen with that one. Um, another repeat, the uh, Betfred Cup match. St. Johnson and Partick Thistle. St. Johnson are the Evens. The draw is 12-5 and Partick Thistle are 13-5. Chris? can't see that 3 0 again, but I'll, I'll maybe go 2 1. So, John? And I'm going to go first 2 1 St. Johnson. And last up, Hibs against Hamilton. Hibs 1 2, the draw is 31 10, and Hamilton 5 to 1. Uh, John? I'm going to go for 4 0. 4 0 Hibs, right, okay. Uh, Chris? I'll go 3 1 Hibs. 3 1 Hibs. Uh, I'll go for 2 0 Hibs with that. So, there are games we all agree on, but the only odds are pretty poor, so I don't know if we'll touch any of them. Uh, maybe start with, we were talking about how first goal scorer and uh, kind of options. The one I was looking at is Craig Moore of Ayr, who has so far scored a hat-trick, and he scored also the opening goal for Ayr at the weekend. So he's a pretty good start to the season, also had a decent campaign in the, the Betfred Cup as well in the group stages. So that was my possible shout. Yeah, the way to Stranraer, which is pretty good to me. Good reasoning. Aye, happy enough for that. Right, OK. Uh, so the other bet, the treble, what are we thinking? I'm going to say Dundee, I don't think we're speaking, but they're only one. Yeah, we need both of them. 22-1. That one. 2-1. Uh, Aye. Wraith Rovers are pretty short, 8-15 at home to Forfar. 12... Again, doesn't realise about it. Air 37 to 40 at Stranraer. They seem like a good bet. Yep, we'll demon it. I would say. Um, What's Peter Head at Stranraer? 21 to 20. That seems like a good bet. Could be. The other one I was thinking of, who've had a good start to the season, Stolen Albion. 7 to 10 at home at Edinburgh City. Aye, I would go with that, aye. Because yeah, they had can any others, but I thought that they looked kind of pretty decent. That. Anything else or do we just stick with the treble? I think the treble is a treble on Air United, Peterhead, and Stirling Albion would be £67 and nine pence, my £10 stake. That would be lovely job play. That would, I think that's, I think that's a good bet. I think it could be easy, aye. Yes. So, 
anything else before we say goodbye? I do. We're going to start singing. Can if you want. John could start singing. That might be a good time for you to start singing, John, because we can't really hear you that well. So if you're not the greatest assignment, then this is the time to to, to get out there. (laughs) Just let it out. Um, I think possibly one of the tweets of the week was St. Johnson. They retweeted the Manchester United being tough away and said, so are we, but we're not going. Aye, yeah, that itself is a quote. So, on that note, cheerio. Bye. (laughs) 